Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. too often Christians make. It's like, well, yeah, but, you know, I mean, they they understand. Somebody will fill in, or I don't even get paid. You know, I mean, come on, it's, you know, it's church, I'm tired, and tell him that. Listen, I, I know they beat you really, really bad, and then they drove nails in your wrists and your feet, and, and they hung you there, and they poked that spear in your... I mean, I know you did that for me, but today I, I've got a headache. Somebody else will take care of the kids. Puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Paul says these people are addicted to the, to the ministry. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that when you serve, you aren't serving the church, you're serving God. Many times on a Sunday morning, it can be very easy to make excuses for not serving. Lack of sleep, headache, argument with your spouse, fill in the blank. But as Pastor Robert will warn you, tell those excuses to God, it will humble you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. died for me. Whatever he asked me to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it with every fiber of my being and every breath because I love him. And it's this way, not this way. It's this way. And that's the mistake that far too often Christians make. It's like, well, yeah, but you know, I mean, they, they understand somebody will fill in or I don't even get paid. You know, I mean, come on, it's, you know, it's church. I'm tired and tell him that. Listen, I, I know they beat you really, really bad. And then they drove nails in your wrists and your feet and, and they hung you there and they poked that spear in your... I mean, I know you did that for me, but today I've, I've got a headache. Somebody else will take care of the kids. Puts it in perspective, doesn't it? Paul says these people are addicted to the, to the ministry. You need to watch people like that, he says. You, you need to submit to them. And then he goes on. He says, I'm glad about the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatus, Achaicus, for what was lacking in your part they supplied. Verse 17, verse 18, for they refreshed my spirit and yours, therefore acknowledge such men. The churches of Asia greet you. Aquila and Priscilla greet you heartily in the Lord. And the church that's in their house, we're the church that's in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. This salut, or the salutation with my own hand, Paul's. By the way, that whole holy kiss thing. I was thinking about that. You know, that, I, I, I had no clue. I, growing up in Georgia, the men barely shook hands with one another. You know, it's a stiff environment, it's kind of a stiff culture, but yet a very friendly culture. You know, we're driving down the street, people waving at each other. Don't you know? It's like if I don't know you, I know your grandfather, I know your son, I know I know somebody you know. We're neighbors. 
that warmth. And what Paul is talking about with that thing, you know, greet one another with a holy kiss, is just that warmth and affection that we want from others. He says, give it. Give it. I'm, I'm always a little bit, I don't even know how to word it. It's not that I'm really grieved, but, you know, when we do the meet and greet time, I look around and, and there are always a bunch of people who, you know, they're, they're, they're standing there kind of like this, looking around. Is anybody going to come shake my hand? Is anybody going to come greet me? Now, listen to me. It's so important you know my heart. See, believe it or not, I tend to be a little shy. I really do. I, I resisted this whole deal for a long time, years, because I'm uncomfortable in a crowd. I'm, I'm not an outgoing person, naturally. I'm the guy in a new church environment that I'm going to be standing there looking around, you know, and probably got my hands up like this just in case you want to get weird and give me a holy kiss or something. <laughs> what Paul is saying is, listen, get, get, you know, get beyond that. I know it, it. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's awkward. We're shy sometimes, you know. But he says, you need one another. So make the effort. You need one another. I'm, I'm, you know, looking at the body of Christ, the illustration that he gives in Scripture. Well, I'm the mouthpiece. So, so I need arms and I need hands and I need leg, I, the body. We need each other. We need each other. And you know what the admonition is to us here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach? There should never be anyone, guys, there should never be anyone who comes in here and goes out of here without a holy kiss. Now, I'm not talking about a literal kiss on the cheek. I'm talking, and that, although that may be the, the deal. And I know in the Latin culture, I had to get used to that. You know, everybody's kissing everybody. But I'm talking about just that, that warm reception where, hey, I don't know that person. I must know that person. You see what I mean? It's a mandate. I must. I need to reach out. I need to, to connect. I, I need to show that, that warm. No matter who they are, no matter what the deal is, you know, we're not evaluating. We're, we're just loving. We're loving people, regardless of their background. You know, one of the things that frustrates me about, you know, some of the issue about homosexuality and stuff like that, it's all debatable and, and, and everything in the, in the broader context of Christianity today. We, we believe the Bible. We teach the Bible. And we do our best to represent the heart of the Father as we deliver his message. And that's important. It's not loving if it's not true. You know, if, I, if I'm embracing you and I'm just all, you know, warm and affectionate and the whole time I'm lying to you, is that love? No. No, it's not. But neither is it truth if it's not loving. See, on the other hand, see a, a gay couple come walking through the door and I said, wait, wait, we don't allow that in here. Well, what is that communicating? It's not love. It's not love. For, for me to say, you know what, buddy, you're going to hell. And I'm going to be standing at the gates applauding as you walk through. It may be true that the person's going to hell, but have I communicated truth? No, I've undermined the message of the scriptures because that's not the heart of the father. He's weeping. He's grieving. He's broken hearted over whatever destructive behavior. And see, it's not, it's not our job to, to sit here, any of us, and, and look around and, and, and say, okay, you know what? You're a, you're a gossip out. You're a liar out. You're a thief out. You're gay. Get out. We're, that, no. No. Does there come a time when discipline, biblically speaking, yes, as a last resort, 
But we want everyone who will to walk through those doors. And as long as they behave themselves, they're welcome. You know, I've, I've told the ushers, people come in here reeking of alcohol. It's obvious they can barely walk. They're, they're so drunk. Let them come in. Let them come in. The minute they disrupt, you know, get disruptive, no, that's not going to happen. Because as we study in chapter 12, God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And so, you know, disruptive behavior won't be tolerated. But do you understand the heart? We still, even in that, we want it to be lovingly administered. We, we want there, you know, to, to, anyway, you get the idea. Warmth, acceptance, greet one another with a holy kiss, give each other a hug. And now we've actually got to, to the message. That was the introduction. I'll be quick, I promise. Paul's final command, his final exhortation, and his final reminder. These are the things I wanted us to look at and emphasize. His final command, or verses 1 through 3. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, as I've given orders to the churches of Galatia, so you must do. Does that sound like a command? It's a command. On the first day of the week, let each one of you lay something aside, storing as he may prosper that there be no collections when I come. Paul's final command to the church at Corinth, give. You know, a lot of times we as Christians view giving as optional. That's not biblical. That's not biblical. It's not optional. No, but pastor, we're not under law. No, we are not under law. We're under grace. Absolutely. But here's what you need to remember. Your father loves you devotedly, and he gives you everything, everything. Luke chapter 12 says he's given you his kingdom to enjoy, but it's his. And if you're unfaithful with it, he'll take it back. He'll take it back. Do you understand what I'm driving at? Oh, we're not under law. No, but it's his. It's all his. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. It's all His. There's a command here. It's real clear. And I want to look at three other scriptures. Go quickly with me to 1 Timothy chapter 6. There's something that used to really bother me. This is one of those that's it's tough, you know, for me anyway. But it shouldn't be, in all honesty. 1 Timothy chapter 6. You remember I, it, Paul said to the Corinthians, like, when Timothy comes, don't give him a hard time. Send him on to me. I'm going to spend some time at Ephesus. Well, they did. Timothy made it. He's at Ephesus. Now Paul is, he, he writes him a letter. Timothy is now in charge at Ephesus. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.